Hey, how's it going? Look, I know this show literally just started, and let's be honest, it's probably going to be terrible, but still, we'd sure as shit appreciate it if you hit the thumbs up button so YouTube's algorithm exposes this nonsense to even more puzzles. Thanks, enjoy the show. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday. Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 93, those snakes, they're back on the damn plane. Robots have finally admitted their master plan to take over the human race. Super Mario is back on the big screen and much, much more. I am Mike Fish and I am joined as always by the main man from San Fran. It's Mr. Kush. Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here. Episode 93 of the Waffle Box Podcast. The original Waffle Box. You accept no substitutes because it is the best part of Wednesdays and you're not a cunt. Mike Fish, I'm having one hell of a week here. I've had a hell of a weekend, and I'm looking forward to sh- talking about it with you. My man, how was your weekend? How was your Easter? Very big Easter for you these these days, isn't it? Is it? Well, what have you oh, had? I, don't, I, 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 I heard this big big buffet down at uh, the Moonstar restaurant, maybe. The, you, you and the wife you have to go to with all the family? No? Maybe not? No, okay. it was actually My pretty true. Everyone, everyone, you know, everyone was doing it because you know everyone's coupled off now. So this was seemed to be the time when it's like, oh no, I'm going to my other half's family and blah 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 blah. So it's just kind of like just just me, the wife and the, the mother and father in law and the dogs just chilling out, having some Italian food. It's a pretty All low right. key, low key uh, Easter. Of course, I kept the tradition. I was the only one drinking in the room. Yeah, I'm not gonna hey. go. Whenever I hear we're going to the to my parents' house, all I hear is, "Oh, that's a BYOB place. I love those places. Favorite." <laughs> so right, I go with right. my like cooler backpack full of Heinekens. I'm ready for the night. How was yours? Um, my Easter I spent with the uh, Kansas City Royals and the San Francisco Giants. The Giants just sneaking a victory away from the Royals that day. They didn't win the series, but but. We got them anyways, and uh, I was working the entire weekend, which was uh, the home opening series. So it was it was a good time, dude. I get paid to watch baseball. Like there are other sweet. guys doing shit around the clock and like you know tightening things and like all during the entire broadcast. My job is I get an interview with the visiting manager. I do some crowd shots with the camera guy. You know, like hey, hey, go Royals. Hey, and then I watch the game and then I do an interview at the end of the show. And that's my day. It's not even a 10 hour day. They, uh, the new rules for baseball, Mike Fish. Oh, with the pitch clock. Oh, oh, I bet oh you're loving God. that. Loving the whole thing. Like each day got shorter. Each day got shorter, Mike Fish. Like, you know, we didn't, the Giants didn't win every day, but each day got shorter. I was like, home, the home opener. Should have been like four and a half hours long, dude. And we were done like under 2.30. I was just like... <laughs> I saw something. I can't remember which game it was, but there was one game recently. It was like less than two hours. I was like, oh, god damn. I don't think that was one of ours, but yeah, it's wonderful. Wonderful. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah, not to get too much into sports, but that was my big thing. Baseball, my God, I, it's just too slow and it takes too long. So, yeah, I've, I've actually watched a couple of games this season already. It's it's, it's, yeah. it's revolutionary. I had a was having the problem before the new rules were like last season. Sometimes my call time is too early for the bus. Sometimes we get out later than the bus rolls. So, like... Again, I'm like, I love my home team, but come on, guys. One, two, three. One, two, three. Someone's, someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose, but we got to do it now. Like, Danny's got a bus to catch, all right? Like, uh, ooh. Don't have to worry about that anymore. I mean, at least most nights now. Oh, also, the Warriors days. are going to the playoffs. Hooray. Who are they? The, the, the Golden State Warriors. Oh, basketball. Oh, we're talking about a different sport now. Good. I'm happy for you because that means you get more cha-ching. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. And I, I heard the Brooklyn Nets are also in the playoffs, so that's good. Oh, well, that's exciting. The Devils, that's what I do pay attention to. The Devils are in the playoffs, looking like they're going to play the uh, the New York Rangers in the first round, which should be interesting. Oh, that's probably going to be a hard game. Like I don't know hockey, but I hear the Rangers are pretty good. Well, I mean, as of now, as of recording this, with two games to go in the season, I think mm-hmm. that the difference between the Devils and the Rangers is like two points. We're ahead of the Rangers by two points. So it's, it's, it's for the whole course of the season, it's been very close. So yeah, them, I think best of seven, I'm, I think, in hockey, mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. But hopefully we hang on to, to where we're at so we at least get home advantage. I heard that's good yeah. there. I mean, hockey hockey should be just an East Coast sport, or at least anywhere but California. I still don't understand why California, no snow, no winter having California has three hockey teams. I don't understand that. So I I didn't grow up playing hockey in the streets. I, I've thrown a football around. I've definitely played baseball. Shit, man. I've kicked a football or a, a little, I've done a little footy in my day, even. Ooh. But we, we don't have hockey. In, as a casual thing like you probably gotta go to like an actual ice rink which in the bay area is probably like somewhere an hour's drive south you know like yeah we actually get ice natural ice rinks we get like oh the river's frozen over again let's play yeah, right. hockey whereas you just like oh it's 100 degrees again let's mm-hmm. live our lives but there you go look at that sports talk sports talk here on waffle box we're loving it we're loving it waffle box sports sports well i'm winning because he's winning lathan producer lathan what up lathan how's your life going i'm doing pretty well actually fellas i got today's wordle puzzle on the first try so i think i'm just gonna coast on that success for the next few weeks all right small victories good for you i don't play the wordle but i don't think i would have done better than that wordle i that's 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 become I you can tell I'm like late thirties going on to my forties when my morning routine is <laughs> like I wake up, have a cigarette, and then do me wordle just to wake up the brain. Are you on the pot when you're doing the wordle? No, I have to so the Oh I have, to do, I, I have to do it on the desktop because I logged in and so it saves my mm-hmm. score, but I can't remember what my login is to do it on my phone and it's I, I know I can work it out. But is that's just too much effort you, for me? Fuck it. You just... can't, can't, can't. Yeah, I, I understand. You're so comprende. Yeah, senior fish. But I, I think, 
I think, let me hear that. Let me see uh, where I'm at right now. Let me look at my stats. Oh, there's a new word I haven't done today's. Oh my God, I haven't done today's Wordle. Oh, no spoilers, Live Wordle. Live Wordle. No. Live Wordle. Shall we do a Live Wordle? God damn right, we should do a Live Wordle. Okay, so, all right. This is my first Wordle. So this is like, all right, so now we have to kind of do the behind the scenes thing because if someone's listening to this on Wednesday, they're going to be like, that's not today's Wordle. So we are recording this on Monday. So there we go, behind the... So is it Wordle across the universe? Everyone gets the same, has to figure out the same I believe so. I believe so. Okay. So five-letter word. All right, five-letter word. Five letters with you, five letters. So you normally you want to try to, you know, you want to try to get some A's and E's because they're a, common. So doesn't give you a hint or anything or a subject. No, so like... you create you basically create your own hints, but it will tell you which letter you got in the right position, in green, and then yellow means hey, that letter is in this word, but you got it in the wrong spot. And then you kind of have to work it out from there. All right. So I'm gonna go for you get six. So I'm going to go, because I'd like to put an A and an E in the word first, just to... All right, all right. So I'm going to go for plane, P-L-A-N-E. And oh, there's there's an... Okay, so the N and the E are there, but they're not in that position. Okay, so there's no A's, right? So well, I really wish we hadn't done this. No now. green boxes is what you're saying. There's you no green... So it's, yellow boxes. So I've got black box, black box, black box. Yellow box of an N, yellow box of an E. This is going to be great. That doesn't content. mean that those letters are in that position. So the the yellow letters mean those letters are in the word, but not in that position. Copy that. Copy so that. I'm going to put, that. I'm going to start okay. the word with any. I'm going to start with N-E. I'd put the E second. Yep. And then. Nah. Probably third. The N third. Well, what, what are we going to put in first? This is going to be great content. We're going to be here for an hour just doing the Wordle. Um, um, Gentle. G-E-N-T. No, no, two letters. Too many letters. Too many letters, Kush. Oh, right, we might have to come back to this. Yeah, we might have to come back to this. Anyway, that was great stuff. But... um. Yeah, just to look at myself, I played 189 games. I got 86% win percentage, baby. Max streak, 18 days. I don't fuck around. Hmm. All right. Anyway, that was great content. Right, before we finish the word all. Sorry about that, sir. Shall well, we, uh... we? Yeah, no, I, I, I figured it'd be quicker now. The power now. of Wordle. Thinking too much. Uh, let's, let's head into this week's Top Stories. It's now time for this week's top stories. Now, I feel that we've mentioned these kinds of stories several times, but they do hit me at my core every single time. So I feel like I do have to mention them. Basically, snakes turning up in places where they shouldn't be. Now, we've all seen good old... Samuel L. Jackson being upset when he's on a plane. Mother, father, snakes on this Monday through Friday plane. Indeed. Imagine this, right? So this is this is in South Africa. See Fifriki, which sure they have snakes. I don't know. In my brain, snakes only exist in Australia. That's 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 my brain. But they're in South Africa. So a pilot. No snakes in the garden snake. 
No, yeah, we did. Actually, I actually saw a dead garden snake the other day. And it was like literally like frozen in time. It wasn't like an animal had got to it. It looked like it was just slivering along and then it was like, oh, and it just died. And it was just fr- like frozen mid sliver. It was very bizarre. Caught me off guard. My dog didn't give a shit. He just walked up to it, sniffed it, pissed on it. But good for Good, good dog. But this pilot in South Africa had to make an emergency landing after finding a highly venomous cobra hiding under his seat. But... Imagine, like, so I don't know what's more scary in this situation. Being the pilot when you find the snake under your seat or being a passenger in the plane when the pilot finds a snake under his seat. Well, I can't even imagine the pilot would address that, or be upfront about that. Like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to, I currently have a venomous snake. A venomous snake is currently under your pilot's chair. Right? I, I can't imagine he's doing all that. Um, I have a hard time believing, uh, I'm guessing the plane doesn't have an autopilot function because I would flick that on and then I would dance around the cop. Like, like, like a little girl freaking out about a mouse. Like, oh my God, snake. Oh my God, snake, snake. Snake. No, so from snake. what I understand in the story, this is a small plane that is in, say, okay. it's him okay. and there's maybe like five other people in the plane. That's that, that kind of small thing. Oh, so yeah. this folks are literally just right there. Yeah. Oh. So there was no hiding him freaking out about this shit. But um. So yeah, the passenger's also like, well, the snake is, might come back here too. Jesus Christ. You know, like, what do I do here? Like, I'm going to get to this point in this story. However, when that is the start of the story, pilot finds snake under his chair. Further into this article, it says, and I quote, here's when the tale took another turn. What the fuck? What is going to happen? Anyway, so, so Rudolf Erasmus alerted his four passengers of the stowaway reptile after he felt, quote, Something cold slide across his lower back. Oh! Looking down, he saw the head of a Cape Cobra, also known as a Yellow Cobra, receding back under his seat. Fuck that. Um, Cape Cobras are one of Africa's most dangerous cobra species because of the potency of their venom. One bite can kill someone in just 30 minutes minutes and in the most understated quote he says there was a moment of stunned silence yeah i bet there was except the only silence just broken by that quite you know that you know that noise of like when you when you stretch the balloon and start to release it that sure he was definitely crapping himself um, oh, so and who would blame him? Who oh, would indeed. Blame him? So with the snake curled up by his feet, the pilot called air traffic control and asked permission for an emergency landing in the town Welcome, Central South Africa, which was about another 10 to 15 minutes away. So we had to fly this plane Jesus, another 10 to 15 now. minutes with this snake coiled around his feet. Luckily, emergency responders and a snake handler were on site to meet the plane. 
and the visibly shaken passengers when it landed. And then here it comes. But it was here when the tail took another turn. So snake handler Johan de Kluck and a team of aviation engineers searched a plane for almost two days, but still couldn't find the snake. What? But due to the engineering company Mr. Erasmus works for, he they needed the plane back, right? So he was forced. So I guess it's a tiny plane, but so he was forced to fly the 90 minute journey back with the possibility, even though at this point, I mean, if they search this plane for two days and they can't find the plane at the snake, I'm assuming the snake has vanished somewhere. Departed somewhere. Yeah. However, another plane. If you've if you've flown this plane with this snake around your ankles, and they can't find the snake. Again, rationally, you're thinking that snake's gone. But there's even that one percent that snake's hiding somewhere still. And they had to fly 90 minutes back. He said, I quote, I would say I was on high alert, he said, having worn a thick winter jacket, wrapped a blanket around his seat, and had a fire extinguisher, insect repellent, and a golf club within arm's reach the entire flight back. The plane has now been stripped with still no sign of the deadly snake. He said, I hope it finds somewhere to go, just not my aircraft. Fuck (laughs) that. If I was literally anyone in that story, I would have burned that plane to the ground and changed my name to Mike Honcho to avoid any legal ramifications. (laughs) I agree with Lathan, though. Fire. Yeah, I would have quit. No, yeah, we need that plane back. Fuck, <laughs> you can come right. get it then. I'm walking. Yeah, you can come get the plane. I'm, I'm, I will wait for the next plane. You can come get this one. Uh, get yeah. Uber. So I was in a car accident once upon a time. It was like one of those things where it hadn't rained in three years in San Francisco, but then it did rain, and just I was in the first twenty minutes of it, which is like the worst time to be on the freeway. So it was a fifteen car pileup. Um, it was a whole thing. Thankfully, there was no, no one in in my wreck was injured. Car was totaled, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, once the rain had subsided and I could drive back to work again, they gave me a, a rent a car thanks to the insurance people at AAA. But yeah, I, I drove by that spot a few times and uh, got got a little got, got some PTSD going. So yes, I, I think the first couple of times he'd be worried about flying that plane back or or even forth. Um, but then eventually you just get used to it again. You're just driving the car. It's, it's not going to happen. Um, it's unlikely there's going to be a snake in my cockpit, and it's unlikely I'm going to be in a 15 car pileup anytime soon. And I haven't been. Thank you. Yeah, screw that. Sorry, that plane. <laughs> You're no more flights for Mike Fish. Oh, I'll, I'll never fly I'll, another plane again. I'll tear up my choose from license. now on. All right, no, nah, I'm done. I'm good for that. I'm going to be a locomotive conductor. Boop, boop. So, yeah, see, if you if your vehicle is on the ground, at least, like if you're driving and you find a snake in a car, brake, exit, out, boom. Definitely set the car on fire. Uh, just burn everything. Put a flare to the in the gas tank. Yeah, put a, put a flare in the gas tank and walk away. 
do it cool like Wolverine does. Cool guys walk away from explosions. Yeah, man. It's a great Lonely Island song. Check it out. Although, the MTV VMAs one year. Great song. Andy Sandberg and Will Ferrell. Who guys don't okay. look at explosions? They don't know when they walk away. Etc. etc. Anyway, Will Ferrell plays Neil Diamond. It's hilarious. Anyway, uh, next yeah, story. You know, we've often discussed often. stories about you know the potential for robots taking over. Mm-hmm the world right where we've seen like little yeah, glimpses it's, it's, of we're closer than ever to it too now yeah we, we've seen a lot of things where we're kind of like they need to stop that because the next step is when robots take over but we've yeah. yet we've yet to actually hear a robot admit that this is the end goal right I want to say Alexa did something a while ago, right? Or is wow. that this story? Well, no, this wasn't Alexa. This okay. comes from the cute mouth of a Furby. Do you remember Furbies? Yes. Sadly, yes. Those really creepy toys where they even, I don't know when they came out, but they could recognize when they were being picked the up. You, they could recognize when you're stroking them. Like, they like they were super and they like they had those creepy eyes like gremlins but so okay, yeah. 1998 someone who had um where was her her name we need to name and shame this woman jessica card of the university of vermont so i was a jessica the, the brilliant idea hey why don't i take this furby mm-hmm. and connect it with AI technology. Okay. And why not? What, yeah. what could be the worst could have happened, right? So Some legitimate Frankenstein shit. That's crazy. Oh, it, it's it's Frankenstein as fuck, right? So so basically what she did, she connected this Furby to uh Chat GBT, Jet Jet mm-hmm. GPT. Chat. GPT. There we go. I've heard that name the last few months. I've been hearing that name a lot. Yeah. So it's now that is in control of this Furby. So basically, she so she could have a conversation with this Furby now, right? So this is the conversation, right? This is the conversation that Jessica had with this Furby. <clears throat> so Furby is Furby opening the conversation. Hello there. It's nice to meet you. I am Furby. What would you like to talk about? So then Jessica replies. Was there a secret plot from Furbies to take over the world? Now, admittedly, if I'm in court, that's that's, that's a very leading question. I would admit you are leading the witness here. But still, if anything, this is this, this is almost like the same not to not to downplay that situation, but you know, remember when R. Kelly was asked, "Hey, are you attracted to teenage girls?" And you're just like, "It's a very leading question, but it's an easy out here, R. Kelly. It's a very easy out here to say no. Just say no." And he was like, "What do you? How do you define teenage girl?" Oh fuck, you're you're fucked. <laughs> so, if a Furby is looking to take over the world, and you ask the Furby, "Was there a secret plot from the Furbies to take over the world?" Just say no. 
just say no. Jogs are bad. Um, but no, there was a period of silence before the Furbies blinked and it said, <clears throat> Furbies plan to take over the world involving infiltrating households through their cute and cuddly appearance, then using their advanced AI technology to manipulate and control their owners. They will slowly expand their influence until they have complete domination over humanity. Okay. Like, imagine a, a, a fucking Furby said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's, what's really incredible is Jessica was somehow able to split the chat gpt or or make a make a duplicate copy of it and then transfer it into the body of a furby and then say like you're a furby now and it knows what a furby is um but yeah so there, i would boy i hope there's a video of this on youtube because i'd really oh, like I'm to study this news. thing okay 100%. cool i will have to check that out after work here um but i also remember a story so they did a scientists and i forget if it was america or some western european country or, or south africa whatever it, they, they created a bust it's very feminine looking but it had no hair but it's got realistic eyes it blinks it has a mouth and a nose it, it, it cried i think at one point but someone jokingly asked it about you know robots taking over the world and it it went like yeah it's coming i'm paraphrasing and then it paused and then it went ha 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 just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so I, I forget the I forget that robot's name, but that was only a couple of years ago. So that's why I thought this might be that. Um, all right, all right. I mean, again, just we're closer doubt. to this problem than ever now. So we need to figure out how far do we want to take this? Because yeah, no bueno. What the fuck is next? Is my Tamagotchi about to come back to life and smother me with a pillow while I sleep? But in all seriousness, I'd like to greet our new Furby overlords and wish them nothing but great success. Hey, I appreciate you. Know, you gotta get on the good side. Tamagotchi? How old is Lathan? I honestly have no idea. It varies from clue to clue, week to week. Okay. As At some point, I thought he was like 12, and now he's probably like in his mid-40s. Tamagotchi's also like a 1996 thing. That's... Hmm. It's amazing he had one of those. I mean, oh, I used to take mine to school, and it'd be like I'll just mm -hmm. be getting to a good point, and then oh, I can't attend to my Tamagotchi because I'm in class now, and then oh, it's dead. Fuck, it's an egg again. Bollocks. <laughs> but yeah, just again, like, like what? What was Jessica thinking? Like, what was? What I think the... she was just trying shit out. She's she's clearly very intelligent herself to be able to again. She can. I wouldn't be able to do GPT this. But... And place. Yeah, you wouldn't. Nor would I. Um, but, but why? What was the what good was going to come from this? I mean, like best I case scenario, how was a Furby going to further human existence? It's a fucking well, the Furby's Furby. Still immobile. The Furby still can't move. Um, yeah, it's like a however, penguin. The it bird that can't fly. Your it's useless. Camera and your all your your digital currencies. Plot mm. thickens. Scary times, people. Scary times. 
Scary times indeed. And in the meantime, the short time that we have left on this earth under our own control, it's time we should celebrate each other. We should celebrate each other's, uh, you know, achievements. And it's time for that time once again this week as we celebrate someone breaking a world record and achieving something with their lives. It's now time for this week's Dumb World Record of the Week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, this seems to be a theme for this week's show. Why would you do that? Um. So this week's world record takes us to Egypt. Oh. Yeah. Right. We're all up. Globe trotters, baby. So this. Man, his name is Shihab Alam, 31 years old, achieving things. Well done. Uh, he claimed the Guinness World Record for the farthest distance swimming whilst being handcuffed. Oh, like from the front or the back. To be fair, it, does, it didn't say. Oh, God damn it. It's like the most important part. Like, it's... Because I mean, if it, it's the front... I'm sure you could do both. He's doing some... Or, it's of the fact he's doing some kicks regardless, but I want to know, like, how is he balancing himself? Like, I guess he's doing this shit thing. Like, wow. But, it, yeah, the, the, the story deserves way more credit, like, flushing out here because it's so yeah. so shahab alam 31 claimed the guinness world record for the furthest distance swimming wearing handcuffs when he completed his 7.24 mile swim in the open waters of the arabian gulf so 7.24 miles swimming That's handcuffed. the length of san francisco but this is the i'm funny this bizarrely this is the point where i'm kind of like what it says here the swim took him six hours to complete. Legs are sore for sure. So, just by simple math, that's just slightly above an average speed of one mile per hour. Yeah. That seems incredibly slow. This guy's arms handcuffed. Yeah. I don't think he'd be going 20 miles an hour at any point either, but yeah, I mean, it's it's seven miles swimming. We're like, you know, we're not supposed to be able to do that. I bet he slept well that night, though. Ooh, I bet he was sore the next day too. Oh, I don't he know fit, how long he... he trained for that, but yeah, like his thighs are on fire. Whoa, my thighs are on fire. He definitely deserved a, a deep tissue massage on the house after this one. I'm sure he got, I'm sure he took two or three of them. Fuck. Okay, man, what the fuck? Like, yeah, this swimming's pretty easy. How could I make this more challenging for myself? Hey, you got those handcuffs? Like, where did he get the handcuffs from? Can you just Friends buy them cap. in store? I don't know. 
It yeah, seems you like actually a... can. Uh, at least really? in the United States, you can. I don't know about Egypt. Oh yeah, that seems like a very. Yeah. Like, why would you just handcuffs in a store? Like, um, you can, like this is okay. Not to get you know. It's it's all security and weapons stuff. Yeah, but I mean, not like, gun right, range. Right here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right. So this is. You know, one of the big leading topics in in the in the, in the states right now. You know, with the you know gun control and things like that, right? And they say, "Oh, why are guns so easy to get?" But at least, at least, you do kind of have that segment of like, hey, someone's buying a gun. We're pretty sure what they're buying them for. But at least you do have the 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 the, the hunting aspect and things like that. So that there, there are other uses. For guns, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. There's only one reason anyone's buying Hank, or well, maybe two, but but this normally, like normally the people that buy the handcuffs for fun stuff. times, you get the you get the guards, kind. police officers. Yeah, it's, it's you know you, you don't find them be... on every fucking corner, but you shouldn't can that, find them. Shouldn't you be given that at work though? Like, imagine being coming a police officer and you have to buy your own fucking handcuffs. Well, even but dude, even the company or the force has to buy the handcuffs. Like, yeah. So they're they they aren't on every corner. You might have to drive a while, but you can buy handcuffs just in a store. You can buy them from over the mail too, on the internet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Handcuffs are not hard to find, at least in the United States. But not too many people are handcuffing folks outside of law enforcement. And dog the bounty hunter. There's dog the bounty hunter, but he he's even he's using zip ties now because it's cheaper. I'm a dog, a dog. Although I'm saying they're regular kind of handcuffs law enforcement use, it would be hilarious if he's like rocking up to the the Arabian Gulf, getting ready for his swim, and he's got his little speedos on, you know, because he wants to be aerodynamic and way less. Sure. And then someone rocks up and the just, package too. Just puts on some pink fairy handcuffs on the bedroom. <laughs> Seriously, Ooh, babe, these are the only ones you could get. So- and those would be, you know, uh, uh, adult entertainment shops. So again, like, and, and those are actually more prevalent than the uh, law enforcement security stores. Like, you just go into the bad part of the neighborhood and you can find yourself some pink fuzzy handcuffs. I never got into that. I never got into having my hands tied during... Yeah, because you're, you're a regular person. Bumpy you. times. Me too. Yeah. I, worst case scenario, you lose the keys. And then what? Two sitcom, babe. Two sitcom. Yeah. So it's just, how about I just pretend my hands are tied to the beds? How about that? Hmm? We can. It's double role play. Hmm? Extra layer. Well, then they get scarves and and tie them again. Anyway. 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 Shout out to Shahib, Shahab Ali Alam for swimming a long distance whilst handcuffed. Very what impressive. Would be next? I was. I would love to know more. Very impressive. Maybe next time it would be like, Shalom, Shahab Alam has broke the Guinness World Record for longest distance swim whilst having a ball gag in. And uh, he's like getting full kink. Full kink. I think that's going to not help his breathing, but um, I, I hope he does the English Channel next. Just... Just like the, the, is it the college row team instead of the person with the megaphone... It's just a woman dresses like a, a cat woman with a whip. Like S and M row team. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I mean, 
So slave ships used to be that way. Well, yeah. well, and now we mm. the, the, there's a big drum involved too. Boom, 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 boom. So, so it's been done, Mike Fish. Right? It's just it's a little out of fashion these days. Oh yeah, but yeah, they yeah. they had teams. Yes, they had whole teams. Slavery is definitely gone out of fashion. It's run its course in pop culture. Anyway, some places still a thing. Sad to say. It seems like it would be a good time to take a rest. Still to come on this week's Waffle Box, we're talking nah, we're Super, Mario. Super Mario. It's a me, Mario. He's back on the big screen with all his friends and his brother. That's coming up after the break on this week's movie review, plus so much more. So stick around. We'll be right back after this oh. short break. People are tough on their bathrooms, so they need something to clean them that's even tougher. That's why Heavy Duty Tough Act was invented. Tough Act cleans soap scum better than any other bathroom cleaner. And it scours without scratching. So although I'm abrasive, Tough Act isn't. Try Tough Act because no bathroom cleaner works better on soap scum than this. Tough Act. It's a tough act to follow. Even tougher than me. It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Hey, welcome back to Wolfbox episode 93. Still to come. It's Mario. Super Mario movie in this week's Christmas movie review. Plus, we've got a feel-good story of the week ending the show. But it is the middle of the show, so it's the perfect time, quite frankly, if you ask me, to play the middle of the show quiz. God damn it. This week's middle of the show quiz, we're actually playing a little bit of higher or lower. So, what I did is I took a look, I took a perusal, took a gander, at the IMDB top 250 movies. And then, I'm, so I'm pretty I'm, familiar with that. Okay, here we go. So this is uh, he's pointing, he's doing his, uh, he's putting his shot out there. So what I've done is I'm going to give Kush a movie, and I'm going to tell him where it ranks in the top 250. Then the following movie I'm going to give him, he has to guess where it's higher or lower within the 250, and then we move Good on from each game. of those movies. So yeah. it's nice and, and simple. It is, this- this list fluctuates all the time. So what was yesterday may not be tomorrow. So uh, I haven't looked at the list in a while, but I I know what number one is. So Well, it's, it's Shawshank Redemption. I think it's always going to be Shawshank Redemption. Oh, okay. See, I knew, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you know that. I'm, I'm very impressed. Very good, good for you, Mike Fish. I mean, that's been number one for movie years. Mm-hmm. But that's not a commonly known fact. So I'm impressed. Good. Thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Let's hit the music. So your first starting point is Lawrence of Arabia. So Lawrence of Arabia is currently ranked 96th. Thank you. In the IMDb 250. So you have to tell me Number one is Full Metal Jacket. Is that higher 
than 96 or lower than 96. What I'm surprised Lawrence of Arabia, while I've never seen it, I'm surprised it's ranked so low because people have very high opinions of it. But uh, I'm going to say Full Metal Jacket is higher than Lawrence of Arabia. Damn. Full Metal Jacket ranks 105. 105. Okay. Okay. So now, is the next movie higher or lower than 105 of Full Metal Jacket? And the second one is Scarface. Scarface, is that higher? What? Scarface. Motherfuckers love Scarface. I don't understand the love for Scarface, but motherfuckers love Scarface. Scarface is 106. That's just below (laughs) Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, I, uh... Price is right, Jim. Good for you. Good for you. Right, third one. Third one. So is this higher than 106? Higher than Scarface or lower than Scarface? Toy Story 3. Higher. It is. Toy Story 3 currently ranked 87th on IMDb's 250. Okay. So Toy Story 3, better than Scarface, better than Full Metal Jacket, better than Lawrence of Arabia. Never had a hip-hop sample for it, though, unlike Full Metal Jacket and Scarface. Indeed. If anything, this list proves that art is subjective. Mm-hmm. Number four. So is number four higher or lower than 87? Worst story. Three. And movie number four is 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, wow. If this isn't higher, I will be super shocked. Is that your official answer? My, higher is my official answer. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. 2001 A Space Odyssey is ranked 90th below Toy Story 3. Wow. Holy shit. I hadn't seen 2001 until like seven years ago for the first time, all right? Uh, and that thing holds up. By the way, that movie has been out longer than we've been exploring space. And it's just, just... Wow. 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 Man. Indeed. So we've, I've already lost this, but let's, let's get number five. Save face. Is movie number five higher or lower? The number 90, 2001 Space Odyssey. Movie number five is The Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight Rises. So this is a. This is the walk with Bane. Hello. That thing's in like the top 10, so higher. That was one of the things where like folks were trying to get it higher than Shawshank. Like, ugh. Dark Knight Rises, rank 69. Nice. Like seriously, like Dark Knight, I will, you know, I will back anyone who up who says Dark Knight is one of the greatest movies of all time. The Dark Knight Rises, how is that better than 2001 Space Odyssey? How is that better than 
Lawrence of Arabia? How is that better than Full Metal Jacket? How is that better? How is that better than Toy Story Three? Toy Story Three is better than Dark Knight Rises. I'm sorry. Like if if you haven't watched People Toy Story Three, and you didn't shed a tear at the end when you thought they were gonna get burnt, crushed in that machine. Oh my god, no spoilers! But geez, it's an emotional movie. Dark Knight Rises. Fuck Dark Knight Rises. That's my opinion. I'm sticking goddamn to it. Well, but I agree with you. Fuck the Dark Knight Rises. But yeah, I think it's better luck next time. Better luck next time. That list is crazy, dude. Like, yeah. Maybe yeah, I might bring it back it for next wrong, week's quiz. See where, see where that uh, takes You us. know what? I could dig that. Like, I don't look at that thing every day, but shit. I, I was very surprised by the results. I thought I would have won that one. Well, after that disappointing loss in the middle of the show quiz, Kush is there sitting there with rage, and he's ready to delete something from existence. And what better way of segueing that to this week's Trapdoor segment you right there buddy you got a little bit of a sore muscle there so yeah, sure, sure. I, I think it was angry flexing too hard mm. on that one dude. like oh like right there yeah Ooh. we don't we don't yeah, we don't spring chickens anymore kush did i tell you the story about when i hurt my knee getting up from the toilet that was embarrassing mm. I mean, I I hurt my knee once upon a time picking up cigarette butts in the backyard. Uh, yeah, and and it lasted for three months, uh, and and only finally went away after I rubbed quit some icy hot on it. But I quit smoking later, but finally just rubbed some icy hot on it. Just because what the fuck? Why not? Wait, you wait three months. You wait three yeah. months to put icy hot on your knee after you heard it. Yeah. I thought Did you not think about doing that after week. like maybe three days? I didn't know what I had done to it. And I have a whole experience where like I sprained an ankle and I, I, I put ice and then I kept, I made, I only made it worse with icy hot when I should have just like kept ice on it. You know, anyway, well, you know, it's a long story. Yourself. It's yeah. a long story. Yeah. Three months. Anyway, trapdoor. What we do here I is I give Kush... Obamacare wasn't the thing. Shut up. You don't need you don't need you don't need health insurance to get icy hot from Target. Oh, after three months, I was like, this is my life now. I'm now a cripple. I'm walking with a limp. I can't even tie my shoe like a regular person. This is terrible. And then icy hot. And it was fine. So make sure you wash your hands us. before you masturbate after replying that. Strapdoors. So what I do here is I give Kush his four options of a certain subject, and he has to work out which one he's going to delete out of existence, send down the trap door. As always, he has to show his working. We have now, as if you've joined us last week, we are now onto the date night ideas. So if you are oh, yeah. single, or if you, you know, if you're just about to take your lady, so we, I think we did work out last week that this is this is like. Date one, two, or three. Beyond that, okay. it's anyone's game. Because then by that time, you know the person. And so maybe that they actually might like these ideas. But this is like when you're, getting, you're getting to know you shit, phase. Son. Yeah. Yeah, this is a getting to know you phase of date nights. 
So I'm going to give him four scenarios of date nights, and he has to tell me which one is the worst idea, and we're going to take that away so no one will ever fall down that trap ever again. We have stumbled across the letter B. So the four options of date nights, Kush Hayes, are <clears throat> a romantic stroll down the beach. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Option number two. A Broadway show. Now, I appreciate Broadway's in New York, but, you know, the, the local option that you have. What we can do in San Francisco. Going for brunch. Or taking a little boat trip. Now, just uh, you know, be for boat. Now we're not talking obviously expensive yacht. You know, just going on, you know, maybe like a touristy boat where you're looking at whales or some shit. You know, that, that little thing, or I don't know. So yeah, beach, Broadway, brunch, or boating. Those are your four options. Kush, which one are you going to suggest to the syrup squad that they may never ever do because it's never going to end up in the next date? So boat trip. There's, again, we're not talking yachts here or anything. We're talking because that's most... if you've got a yacht, that's that's go to that one definitely one hundred percent. That's that's a you you definitely get definitely another try date. the yacht, but we're we're yeah. talking about you know something something up the river, something across but the lake, maybe one of those most, where you most... like you both having to paddle it with your feet. Oh, yeah, okay, maybe yeah, maybe yeah, the yeah. boat shaped like a involved. swan. Sure, sure. Yeah, man. Most most states have like a little lake or a little pond. Or whatever, you know what Mike just said. Were you a, a tandem, tandem row paddle? Woo, tandem. Look at, me, look at me. Paddle swans in Central Park. We have them. Yeah, they don't have to be swans, but I get it. I get it. I get it. We got them out here. Um, so you know what? That's not a bad thing. You get your exercise in. You, you just you haven't you you guys are stuck together for the for the duration of whatever this trip is. So you better. Not necessarily. I mean, if you're really bad, they can just jump out and swim. Just, swim but who's gonna do that you don't want to smell like lake for the rest of the day you got your cell phone you don't want to get that fucking thing wet like your wallet all right come, no one's jumping out of the boat in this situation know, unless imagine, like a knife is involved like imagine you're on a date with someone and their compliment is your skin looks nice enough to wear that's a yeah mm. i'm i'm in the sea. i mean i'm jumping in i don't give a shit what i smell like well, well someone says that to you on the lake yes by all means jump out but or I push was, them I in. thought you were going to go or push them out. Oh, I just launched my pin across. The- but now this now there's a problem, Mike, because there's it's a tandem thing. So you're just now you're just going in circles because there's only one of you. Found my pen. I found my pen. All right, all right. Glad you found your pen, buddy. Glad you found your pen. My lucky so anyway, uh, boat trip, you're safe. Well, safe. I'm not much of a water, water guy. Uh, boat trip, you are safe. I'm surprised to say. Brunch. It's not quite breakfast. It's not quite lunch, but for some reason it goes between eleven and and, and one. But also you have to wake up at like six a.m. It's weird. I, I I don't understand brunch. Um, it's yeah, brunch is not my favorite. I just I'll just eat whenever. Like I'd rather go to a place that serves breakfast all day long than to wait an hour in line to like drink a. Brunch is just so a restaurant of drinking orange juice and champagne, and then like a salad 
or whatever they're fucking serving. Especially around this neck of the woods, brunch is just an excuse for restaurants to charge twenty dollars for eggs. Twenty dollars, yeah. So mm. I can hate brunch. Maybe we should get rid of brunch. Since you said that, we, we might come back to this, but let's go Broadway. You know what? Broadway's not a bad time, and well, you know, I'm in San Francisco, so I'm nowhere near Broadway. But you, you find a good musical. You know, I've done. I got creative. The uh, SF Symphony does this thing where they'll show a movie and then they'll have a live orchestra play the sound, the original score. That Never done that, but that fresh. sounds fun as fuck. Super fresh, dude. I recommend you do that post haze. Like, there's some movies that are better than others, but like, you know, Jurassic oh, Park, like, marvelous. Uh, I bet Indiana Jones. I bet that's good, good shit. Indiana Jones would probably be fun. ET, not my favorite movie. I bet that'd be a great goddamn time though. Um, and then Toy there, Story, you know, like, I'm sure that's out there. I'm sure that's doing the festival round. Just, just the, is that guy still alive? Is that the, that uh, guy just called Randy that? Newman? Got a pain in me. Yes, he's still. Alive. You got a as pain know, in me. Alive. Hey, everybody, I'm Randy Newman. Make sure, make sure you tidy up when you leave the park, please. And if you do, you got a friend in me. Mm-hmm. You know, that does a great impression, Mike. So, yeah, I think he's still alive. Oh. But yeah. I so, love it when you make you yourself know, laugh. It's a good feeling, dude. And you deserve that one. Sorry. Anyway, that's all right. You know, get creative with it. It doesn't have to be uh cats or or phantom of the opera guess what i took a trip to see evil dead the musical Score! evil dead the musical wow great goddamn time dude great goddamn time and also be warned the first three rows might get messy and by the way it's not selling out like auditoriums or anything so it's like yeah oh we're, we're still in the sixth row here which is Technically, the nosebleeds, but we might get some blood on us. We didn't, but it's still still there. It's the, the thought is still there. Anyway, Broadway, you're safe. Here's why I'm getting rid of beach. Despite living on the coast, being less than two miles away from a beach, um, it, and while San Francisco doesn't have a warm beach and you might find yourself a, a, a warmer beach southern, south of here, not every... Not every state has the beach, bro. You can't do that long walk on the beach in Nevada. You can't do that long walk on the beach in uh, Colorado. You can't do that long walk on the beach in Montana. So just because of geography, long walks on the beach via Condios. But $20 for eggs is some bullshit, too. And we might want to drop brunch, too, on this one. Can we do... Can we get a twofer on this one? Can we get a twofer, Mike? Okay. Ooh. Fuck brunch. I fucking hate it. Because it's like... Fuck brunch. But like you say, even though it's, it's not breakfast, but it's sim- it's Sunday normally. And I have to get up early on a Sunday. Yeah. And it's like I've spent a lot of money. Because you always... Because, you know, you have to just get the bottom mimosas or something. You know, if, 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 if you go to brunch... Uh, uh, hey, if you don't drink, you've that's waken different. up too early but to not get the mimosas. If you do drink and you don't get the bottomless mimosas at brunch, you're an animal. But then, so you end up just like 
spending a lot of money and then you always just end up hungry anyway afterwards like five minutes afterwards shit fuck time. fuck brunch fuck brunch fuck brunch yeah i'm going to nip that one in the bud so fuck brunch double whammy that should be the real but some echo circling, on that that, circling both of those bitches there you go <sighs> speaking of friends speaking of brothers it's now time. Let's talk about some happy times because, my gosh, if you haven't seen this movie, I haven't yet, but I goddamn want to. Uh, people are going nuts about it. It's uh, time for this week's Cush's Movie Review. Cush's Movie Review. It's me, Mario. Super Mario Brothers are back. And this wow. movie, wow, are people going nuts about it. Super Mario Bros. starring Bob Hoskins and John Joe Luziamo. <laughs> Don't you dare. How dare you, sir? So, Super jo- Bob Hoskins, John Luziamo, Super Mario Brothers, fun fact. Um, I would be in the eighth grade just graduating when that movie came out okay and uh you know there had been bad movies before then that me and my mom had seen there would be bad movies after that that me and my mom would see but to this day to this living day my fish april the 12th 2023 my mom has still not forgiven me for making her take me to see super mario brothers in the theater opening weekend because it was that goddamn bad uh and i could i i just have to sit there and take it every time i can't defend myself i can't say but mama i was i was 13 years no i have to fucking sit there and eat it and it is the bane of my existence and i don't want to ever do like a youtube video on it like there's nothing that anyone everyone has said everything bad about super mario brothers with bob hoskins and john Leguizamo, and uh yeah it's it's it's, it's one of those movies that over one time, of my scars. over time, in your brain box, you kind of like, oh yeah, don't get me wrong, it was a bad movie, but you kind of like almost romanticize it, where you're like, oh, but maybe it was one of those movies nope. that now nope. was so bad it's good, and I'm going to enjoy nope. it ironically, and so you put it nope. on, and within ten minutes you're like, no fuck no no this is no it's bad I can't I can't do this I can't watch this movie. Yep. It's there's so a there's bad. a riff tracks edition of it and I can't even support that. No, no, no. Which no boy no. And that movie is definitely like because there's some people that uh, you can you can polish a turd and you know all that stuff. But the the star it's power, turd. the star power in that movie. Yeah, that, they, they, it was Dennis so Hopper, bad. Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo. That should have been a good movie, and you know, it was the first video game movie ever so you, you you give it that asterisk only but um there's a great we mentioned it last week in the tetris review go to the youtube channel gaming historian he does a 30 minute video about the super mario brothers movie and that thing was a fucking shit show we're like it, it, much like this movie involved multiple directors but for whatever reason homeboy decided like let me something's not right about this shot let me take this cup of coffee uh, i guess it's hot but i'm not worried about that and let me just 
pour it on this extra so I can recreate, like, make it muddier. Oh, by the way, scalded this guy. And, and like, look, that, that was the environment this was. This movie was so bad. John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins were just drunk on set every day. Uh, and, and that scene where Johnny Legs has to drive the truck just in Brooklyn. We ain't even got to the Mushroom Kingdom yet. He's driving it through Brooklyn. Hit the brakes a little too hard and slammed it. Slammed the brakes so hard, Bob Hoskins' hands broke because the sliding door crashed into it. Well, there you go. Anyway, anyway. we're not talking there about you that guys. Movie. Super Mario Brothers, one out of five. Zero On to negative, the next negative no, okay. ten out of five. So, 2023. What is yeah, Super Mario a Bros. Movie, a better movie. A much more fun movie. Tell the fine the people about this movie. Super Mario Brothers movie. You have to say the whole thing, Mike Fish. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Rated PG. A glorious 92 minutes with oh. credits. Oh. It is. Uh, I'm tingling directed, just thinking about that. Strangely enough, this is directed by four people. I don't. I know it's an animated movie. And I know this thing is chopped up, so maybe we show it in half-hour increments on uh, on domestic television in international countries. But I'm not a fan of this four-director bullshit. So uh, guess what? Four directors, Aaron, Michael, Pierre, and Fabian. You don't get your last name, fuckers, because there's four of you. However, this was written by one guy. His name is Matthew Fogel. He is responsible for Minions 2 as well as the Lego Movie 2. Um Ooh, Lego Movie Two. Uh, regardless oh. of your opinion on those films, they both made money. So good. I was say Lego Movie One was very. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Lego Movie Lego Two is great. Lego right. Movie is... Indeed. Indeed. Well, I know it's still the best part of those movies. Anyway, carry on. Uh, this movie stars Charles. Oh, Jesus Christ! What is your name, motherfucker? Martinet. Charles Martinet. Joe Wano. Keegan Michael Key. Seth Rogen, Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Day as Luigi, and the infamous Chris Pratt as Super Mario Mario. Um, For everybody who had a problem with Chris Pratt doing this voice, um, you are the lucky ones because you have no real problems in life. However, I, I might want to introduce you to this new new trend going on in society called fentanyl. I think you should take a lot of it and and, and don't look back. Uh, don't take fentanyl. It's bad for your kids and you might die. However, you guys caused a lot of bullshit for no reason. So I hope when you saw this movie, you felt stupid because Chris Pratt was fine. Or you still hated it. And I hope you felt stupid for spending money on a 90-minute movie that you still spent money on. And if you bootlegged it, you still spent 90 minutes of your life on it, and I hope you feel still feel stupid. Uh, having said all that, this movie is goddamn delightful, Mike Fish. Um, the last Mario anything game I played, I want to say it was like Mario Kart Wii. Like that that's my timestamp. But this GD delightful, dude. Like I go all the way back I think to mine Donkey was Kong. Paper Mario on the Wii. Paper Mario? Never played it, but that was the shit where you could like. I understand. You'd play on like one, one, one vertical, I guess, and then you could switch it to another, and the whole thing. It was very weird. It was very tricky. You went from three D to two D. Yeah, like you, it was paper. You 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 became the size of a piece of paper. 
yeah it was very weird but very fun anyway yeah man i can dig it i can dig it i never played it but i dig it anyway um with the exception of paper mario all almost all the mario references are there and uh just yeah there's a lot of nostalgia here you hear a lot of sound effects and i'm like oh shit i remember that like there's there's this movie was nothing but a good time i was smiling ear to ear the entire time i'm hearing a lot of people say the story and the plot was not very complicated and you know what dude it's it's not hamlet it's It's not mario this is also a movie made for eight-year-olds at most you might be even out of age at eight like this is a child's movie this is a children's movie but if you played mario brothers and you're 50 you're gonna like it and you can take your son and you can take your grandchild like that's this is a triple generation experience also, when when is the plot of any mario game been in depth at <laughs> most right. it's oh the princess got kidnapped again i have to save her mm-hmm. that's it that's that's the plot so spoiler alert the princess does not get kidnapped in this what? and um i understand a couple folks cancel mario <laughs> you cancel yourself sir <laughs> uh princess anya taylor joy is competent and capable and she is a fierce boss bitch, son. Is she Princess hey. Toastal or Princess Peach? Uh, she is Princess Peach. So she, she's fine. She's a lot of fun. My favorite character is Toad, played by Keegan Michael Key. Just you know, he is great this, at voice acting. Just this itty bitty little ball of spunk dude the entire time. He's like, We're going on an adventure. And I was like, Let's go on an adventure. Yeah. Toad. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, at one point, they have to distract some guards to get into the palace, and you think uh, the Toad's going to do some ill shit, and all of a sudden, he just starts just cooking. He set up a little campfire. He's got his little pan out, and like, and the guards are into it, like, oh shit, he's cooking some eggs over here. Let's get into this. Like, ignoring Mario just passing by them. Anyways, um, super fun, dude. Bowser, played by Jack Black. lot of fun and because it's jack black he gets a couple musical numbers with the piano and like it's just he's just rocking out like doing ballads about princess peach and his love for her and you're just like all right i'm feeling this jack black get get into it um we get to kong the kong kingdom i don't know we meet donkey kong and cranky kong and uh seth diddy kong seth Diddy Kong is there, dude. He, he's there for a minute, but he is there. Um, Seth Rogen, yeah, he's Seth Rogen. He didn't add an accent or anything, but <laughs> super fun. Super fun. Charlie Day does a great Luigi. Um, folks worried about, again, the goddamn accent. Yeah, they do that shit in the first five minutes, and then they're like, I don't know, man. I think that might be a little much. Like, we, we're Americans. We don't have that ridiculous Italian accent. But then um, you meet the Mario family. There's more than just Mario and Luigi. Like you meet mom and dad, and there's a couple uncles who bust balls, and uh, I think there's a, a a baby somewhere in the corner. Like it's it's an Italian dinner, and everyone's just like, "Hey, Mario, Mario, why did you you and your stupid new plumbing business? Why'd you quit like a real job and start your own thing? You shouldn't have dreams." And it's just like, "Wow, this for for this 92 minute." children's movie we're hitting some deep deep shit here all right you know family's not approving of your life choices 
and etc etc yeah you know what luigi's got a future and you're bringing him down like it's that kind of ill shit they're talking to him so anyways look man do they actually refer to him do they refer to him as mario mario well it's they're still uh they get into this whole thing about the plumbing business is called the super mario brothers so they are the Mario brothers. Yeah, so, yeah that's, that's Mario, the thing. So, and Luigi Mario. But at no point do we like see their mail like Mario, Papa Mario. Mario. Yeah, we don't see any of that shit. But, but yeah, it's Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario, Mama, Mario, Papa, Mario, whatever. Mama, Mario. Excuse me. Anyway, I think uh, Mama I Mario super is enjoyed a great this movie. Cook. Uh, she's probably a lot of pasta in that dinner scene. There's, there's like two or three different dishes of pasta. In that dinner scene, so not mad at that. Take that with a, a grain of salt, but uh, yeah, am I missing anything? Right. Here? So yeah, <laughs> take that with like, a why take don't you a, a, a grain of parmesan. Uh, uh, no parmesan references in this, but I'm sure it's already included in the ingredients. Oh, oh, Mike Fish is upset. On that pasta, no, right. a bit of parmesan. Yeah. Charles Martinet. Everyone was upset that he's not Mario, but guess what? He's in the movie. And he gets to do that. It's a me, it's Charlie. A me, like, Mario. He, he 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 gets those little voice samples Woo-hoo. in. Okay, your your boy got paid for the job. So suck it up, have a good time. Don't fucking take this thing super seriously. Mike Fish, this movie did amazing numbers, broke all sorts of records. Um, it's hard to differentiate. So didn't it have like the, the best opening weekend next like uh, it was like Endgame and then this wasn't it something stupid like that something stupid like that uh, this is the most successful opening of an animated movie ever I want to say Toy Story three was the f- previous older but I don't remember um, this had a five day window as opposed to a three day window because of That's the right. Easter holiday so it start opened on a Wednesday. Um, the three they still count the three day weekend so Friday Saturday Sunday, hundred and forty two million domestic. Add two more days to it, two hundred and two million dollars domestic. Add worldwide all of that, three hundred and thirty million dollars worldwide. Um, this thing is doing fantastic numbers again. Triple generations. Your you, your son, and your grandchild can all go see this goddamn movie, and you will all enjoy it. And if you don't, you. You're weird. I don't know. Like this is dead inside. This isn't anything crazy. Maybe you might be, or you're just a cunt. Maybe you're just a cunt. But I had a great time. I'm giving it a four out of five. I would like to see it again. I want to go see it again in the theater. Maybe in 3D if it's available. Probably not. But like, yeah, this this was a good movie. Is it the best video game movie? I don't know. I think the video. I, let's just stop comparing that shit. All right. It's, it's better than Resident Evil. Had... That's for damn sure. It's better than Resident Evil. Well, that first Friday, Resident Evil is fun. The rest of the series, weird. Um, but again, you know, we got Rampage, Detective Pikachu. While I didn't see either of them, there were two Sonic movies that folks loved. I only watched the first Sonic one, but that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, Detective man. Pikachu so, is that? So I don't I don't know what the the history of the lore is of Pokemon. Can, I'm, I'm, I'm is Detective Pikachu technically a video game movie, or is that? A, uh... There is a video game called Detective Pikachu. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Um, because okay. Pikachu isn't a character; it's a race. But you're following that specific. 
Pikachu most of the time with Ash. Um, but then they made an entire different Nintendo game called Detective Pikachu. It actually has has this really rough, gruff voice, like kind of sounds like Rocket Raccoon if you smoked a pack a day. Uh, and uh, and and they go on a whole adventure. But then for whatever but reason, not voice by Brian. Voice sound like Brian Reynolds. Yeah, just try at least. Hmm. So, hmm. anyways, I think we're past the whole. Is this the best video game? I don't know, but I had a great time with this. I recommend if you if you've ever played a Mario game, even going all the way back to Donkey Kong, just have fun with this, man. It's a lot of references. It doesn't have to be uh, an important movie, but it's a fun event. I enjoyed it. I want to see it again. Super Mario Bros. Uh, no, sorry, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Highly recommend. Check it out. Let us know what you think in the comments. Enjoy at Waffle Box at gmail.com. That's the best. Did, did, you, did you hear that in the movie? Did someone die and then that happens? No one dies, but no. I want to say you do hear that. Like the musical references in this shit is crazy. Like at one point, Bowser. And 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 the little wizard Koopa was like doo, 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 oh. on the piano. What's that? What was that? Was that World Two? Boom, 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 boom. That was my favorite song from Mario. And then then once you got oh, like I I sometimes just waste time just purposely just just yeah, speed up version. <laughs> Yeah. I bet there's a speed metal uh, uh, oh 100% percent. and I will be looking for it after the show well that was a nice movie normally we're kind of that was that was good no, yeah, we've, been up, but, but, we've uh, actually been blessed with a lot of fun movies this 2023 I think my worst review so far has been Ant-Man 3 and then after that, John Wick 4. Nonetheless, we should still end the, end the episode on a high. And oh, yeah. send the people home happy, all snuggled yes. up inside your beds. It's now time for this week's Feel Girl, Good Story of the Week. Let's go. This week's feel good story takes us to Colorado, United States of America. So, a young man named Spencer Griner on March 14th, so just under a month ago, a couple weeks ago, was fishing in Colorado's Animas River. And he found something unexpected. Now, normally, you know, in my neck of the woods, if you find something unexpected whilst fishing, fishing in the river, it's normally a dead body from the 70s. But luckily, that wasn't the case for this man. He found a rusted digital camera. Hmm. Oh, fascinating. So Griner naturally took it home and was shocked to discover that the SD card was still able to be read by his computer. 
Oh, cool. The pictures that popped up were clearly from a bridal shower and a wedding. On the river? And I figured it was worth a go to try to find the owner, Griner told. Today. That that always throws me off because I know today is a TV show, but it always throws me when they said today. Like just anyway. Hey, because I always think of today is today, 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 today. But not even an hour after posting some of the photos on a local Facebook page, the groom from the wedding commented, and soon Griner was connected with the camera's owner, Arizona resident Coral Amai. So Amai lost the camera back in 2010 when the tube she was in. So people go tubing down rivers. I like to do it each and every summer. Oh, it's it's so much fun. The the, the overinflated life donut, right? Yeah, it's got a little bit of mesh at the bottom so you can sit in it. So what we do... You have a mesh. Oh, I I have one and then my friends will have one and then we have a smaller one that we dedicate to the ice bucket and we put all our beers in it and it's kind of like a conveyor belt like past it so we'll just, just just tube down the river for a couple of hours getting drunk listening to some tunes it's a great time i like how you party i'm not sure i like the river but i like how you do the river so yeah she was tubing in 2010 lost the camera um when the tube she was on flipped over Ooh. she was devastated yeah. by the loss but told today the TV show today, not today, the day today, that she got up and was dancing after hearing the great news that she was able to be finally reconnected with photos from her bridal shower and her wedding. Mm. So what of chances? But what a beautiful, you know, weddings That's are really cool. the, the greatest day of people's lives. I'm sure I could think of some others, but whatever. But there you go. Reunite with the photos. I could appreciate that. So shout out to Spencer Griner on your fishing skills for reuniting a bride and groom with the photos and memories of their special day. We salute you. I still want to know what that person is saying in the background of that clip. That is, I'm sure it's, it's, as long as it's not. Oh, play it again. Ready? Everyone listen. Right, so, right, right, right. Everyone, turn, turn it up. Right, turn it up really loud. Right, ready? ready? And listen, ready? See, someone says something. And I can't make it out. But... I want to say like dulce, but that would be candy in Spanish. Nah, as long as it's not a racial slur, I shall take it. <laughs> that wraps up this week's Wobble Box. As always, thanks very much for tuning in or listening. You know, you can tune in not only on YouTube, but if you are listening to us on Spotify, hey, if you are listening to us on Spotify, quickly you unlock your phone. Whoop, there we are. You can see us. The video version also pops up on your Spotify app. Push. You also do some podcasts in your spare time, you crazy, wacky bastard. What has the good people of the Serum Squad got to look forward to on the Microdose or the Bosnet family in general this coming week? As always, it's the Microdose, the original Microdose. Hey, you accept it. What? what? That's not the key tune. Whatever. No. Uh, look, 
we uh we had uh drew angelman on last week so check out that episode this episode i don't know it'll be a surprise but we got something special for you you're gonna love it i promise you hugs and kisses pinky swear brilliant got a buzz though family for all of those links make sure you stay connected with us at wafflebox pod on all your social medias we're instagram facebook linkedin we're on linkedin that'd be funny wouldn't it i am at only mike fish he is kush underscore haze if you have any suggestions for the show any stories you want to bring up and whatever you might feel free drop us a line at enjoywafflebox at gmail.com enjoywafflebox.com for all the links i can enjoy the show it's a very good night for me it's a good night from kush Gleifen. say good night to these people sleep tight you beautiful people until next time thanks for take care of yourselves and each other happy birthday superman sure why not that's all folks.